Hey, it's Marina, travel experta. Today, we're going to be talking about a really cool day trip outside of Oaxaca. It's to see petrified waterfalls and really cool pools. Are you guys ready for an adventure? Let's begin. The place is called Yerba El Agua. Yerba El Agua literally means boil the water. And funny enough, when I started searching different tours to do outside of Oaxaca or day trips, not so much tours, you could totally do this on your own. And we did. I'll explain everything in a few seconds of how to get there and everything you really need to know. But you could totally do this on your own. Yes, you could also do it as a tour. It might be a little bit more fun, but pretty much you know, you could do it on your own. Anyways, so when I was looking for the different things to do and I found the information about Yerba de El Agua, I started to search on it for, in Google because my Google is set to English the majority of the times. It kept on saying, showing me boiling water, boiling water. I'm like, what is this? Why is boiling water? But the actual, de- the literal definition or not definition, the translation of Yerba del Agua is boil the water. So that's why it came up like that. And if you guys do that, you'll probably find the same kind of thing in the beginning. Anyways, Yerba del Agua is an entire day trip. So the cool thing about if you do do it with a tour, they add other little attractions to go with it because it's a nine hour tour that way. way. But if you do it on your own, you could pretty much do it in six hours. So it's approximately a two-hour drive from Oaxaca Center. We ended up renting, we went halfway because we went to a really cool market, Tolulca Market. Make sure that you guys listen to, I have a whole uh, episode, uh, podcast episode about that area because it is a pretty popular market. So we drove to that section and then we took a taxi from there because we were told that the roads are really our dirt road and a little bumpy and we didn't really want to do destroy our car because mainly we were, we are still driving around Mexico. We have like another thousand or 2000 kilometers that we want to put in our car. So we figured let's you know, maintain the car, not take it on dirt roads. We ended up to, uh, using a taxi partway. So they drove us from halfway of Oaxaca and back. And that literally cost us like round trip $80. So here's the thing. We, when we were told the price, there are two ways to get to Yerba El Agua. There is the toll road. And I have an entire episode about driving in Mexico. So make sure you go and listen to it. But tolls are a thing in Mexico and they are not cheap. The, so the toll, there's a toll road which could get you there probably half of the time. And then there is the mountain road. So we took the toll road there and that was not included in the price of the cab. So we had to pay extra. It was like five or $6 for the toll. And I mean, it's a beautiful road. It really goes quickly. And then you have to get to some village that claims the road before Yerba del Agua. And that's another, it was like a dollar per person, 20 pesos more per person just to enter their village. You will find this quite a lot all over Central America. Um, in Mexico, we have found it more often than other places, but whatever it is. And a lot of times you're wondering, well, who's actually making the money from this, right? Like who's putting this money? Because it's not really mandated. It doesn't matter. The point is 
you have to pay for that. So that's an extra cost. And then you finally get to Hierro de Agua. And if you take the toll road, there really is no dirt road at all. It's really easy to get to. And then you have to pay for the entrance into Hierro de Agua. In this case, it doesn't matter which road you'll take. It's 50 pesos per person, which is about two and a half, three. It's about $3 per person to enter not not that expensive kids under 11 are free and there's only one parking lot and it is filled with these little comedores and places where you could buy beer and micheladas and coconuts i guess that's the thing there because it was everywhere and so the place is incredible i actually did not even know understand this i the pictures that i've seen was that it's just these pools, these really cool pools, because I didn't understand the interpretation so well. I thought it was hot pools. On the contrary, they're quite cold. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it's so hot that you embrace the cold waters. However, what makes this place remarkably magical is, first of all, it's in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. And it is these petrified, I'm not kidding you, petrified waterfalls that probably took millions of years to form. So it's not an actual waterfall, it's a petrified waterfall. And the view is spectacular. So there is a hike to get to the petrified waterfalls really up close. So you could really get the view and see this monumental landmark. It's incredible. And then you got to go uh, all around to the actual pools, which is like they call them the water eye of the water or something like that. So you have to, there are two uh, trails, right? I would personally really recommend doing both. I would recommend starting with the petrified waterfalls because by the time you get to the water, you are so hot that you are just ready to hop into the water. Um, and then you could enjoy your time at the water. We went during the day because we actually went on New Year's Day. So we had to sleep in a little bit, obviously, from the night before. But And it was really crowded. What it is really recommended is if you could do it in the morning. I personally did not feel like getting up at 6 in the morning to get there at 8. It, it is open. But if you do, if you are an early bird, you know, that it's actually in your benefit because you probably will be very few people. We were there. It became quite full of people. But you know what? It's big enough that you don't really feel it that much. Anyways, so that's pretty much what Yerba El Agua is. So the actual time in the place, you only really need maybe two hours at most. But it's because of, you know, you need two hours to get there, two hours hanging out, and then two hours back. That's where it adds up. Now, we did the mountain road going home simply because we wanted to check it out and we didn't want to pay another toll. And the mountain road literally takes twice the time and it is slow but if you're into the scenic route and seeing all these tiny little villages and a lot of them felt like ghost villages it's an interesting experience right to go through these towns so it was kind of good in that respect we kind of got the full feel of the place now if you have the time i really do recommend going there but if you're only in oaxaca for like three or four days there's way too many other things for you to do we were in oaxaca for nine days so we certainly had the time we allotted the time for doing this trip so that's why it's recommended to really structure your time and not to give up a day of actually Oaxaca. I personally would really recommend spending that time in Oaxaca. Oaxaca 
got so much to offer. I have an entire post about Oaxaca and the markets. And you usually need one day just for the markets in Oaxaca and other days just to walk around. It's an incredibly beautiful city. And also to do a mezcal tour. I have an entire podcast about the mezcal tour. So if you had a choice of doing a mezcal tour or Yerba El Agua, I would definitely recommend the mezcal tour simply because it's a lot more part of the culture of Oaxaca. It is literally the, you know, everything is around mezcal in Oaxaca and also the food, obviously. But if you had a choice between those two, go for the mezcal tour. And if you guys haven't, have been to Yerba del Agua or have done other cool day trips from Oaxaca, I would love to know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review, share it with your friends, and remember to make every day an adventure.